where we rate and review sometimes Degrassi episodes, but also sometimes teen movies, and we relate them to our own lives. And this week is a special week for many reasons. First uh, being that we're excited to get back into the teen movie world. Second being that this is our Christmas or holiday episode. So happy holidays. And this is this is the last one before the break. And our third important, special, super exciting part of this episode. Carly, would you like to announce the third part? We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest for the first time in ages. (laughs) (laughs) We were both quite nervous about this guest because we haven't had a guest in a bit. Yeah. But we had a blast chatting. I know that, Maddie, you fell in love a little, I think. I did. I did. I, I... Like you said, we were both kind of nervous and we haven't done it in a while. And I mean, I will fully admit it was a large part was my issue was I've been working a lot. So trying to find the right time and I was canceling things and I was just I was very limited on time. So I was just nervous and stressed. Mm -hmm. And the second we started speaking to this guest, it was euphoric. I genuinely like I know we say this, but I'm serious it was, it felt like, oh, we're just hanging out with our friend. I hope she feels the same, <laughs> but I literally felt like we were with our friend. Anyway. I know. I know. I wish that we lived closer. We could have done it in person because I, um, I would have loved to have met her in person. But anyways, our guest today is Casey St. Ange. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little about her. At 20 years old, she was David Letterman's assistant. And then after that, she was the associate producer and a writer for The Rosie O'Donnell Show. She was a co-executive producer of Watch What Happens Live, and she was the showrunner of Busy Tonight. Okay, this person is a big deal, and we had so much fun talking to her, and we could go on and on and on, but why don't we just let you listen? Yeah, we'll just get right into it. Um, we had such a great time doing it, so Casey, if you're listening, thank you so much. We already say thank you, but thank you again, and everyone enjoy the interview. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Love us! <laughs> well, welcome, Casey. Thanks for having me. To Teenage Dirtbags. <laughs> of course. Um, as you know, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Mm. Busy Phillips is doing her best, which I feel like you guys should change to Busy and Casey are doing their best. I know! At this I point. mean, yeah, <laughs> it's just like the two of us, just the two of us, like that, the the song, Me and Her Against the World. Yeah. No, it's not really. But um, yeah, it, that podcast has been through, uh, has been through so many things in this one and a half years that it's kind of funny so it um yeah we're right now busy shooting girls five eva so it's kind of just her and me talking every week about how tired she is (laughs) (laughs) you know what i love it i don't know it's you two are just so entertaining and you're like you're like 
you feel like best friends, Aww. but you're also so wise. And like <laughs> this past week's episode was like quite deep. But then, so I was, like, trying to explain it to people that, like, some weeks it's quite deep. You know, you're talking about abortion rights. And then the next week it's all about Taylor Swift and Jake Chillenhall <laughs> and that scarf, you know? And it's just, I love it. It's just, like, you're laughing, but then you're, like, that learning. and scarf is deep. Just, just the a, scarf, it is deep. Scarf it's true. Is a, it's a huge thing. And I just want to say really quickly, just to tack on to what Carly said, I, just as kind of an introduction to you and your podcast, I was introduced to your podcast by Carly and I started listening and because most of the podcasts I listen to are about true crime or are about uh, rewatching, I don't know, um, The Office or or whatever. Um, And going into this, listening to this was just two women talking. And I was like, I just felt, it feels like you're sitting there chatting and listening. The you know, yeah. I, I was saying to Carly the other day about it that I have a young son, a year old, a one year old, and um, working in TV with a young child yeah. is really, really difficult. And hearing you guys, the, the positives and the struggles about, you know, all of it encompassed together just makes me feel so normal and Aww. it makes me so happy and also sad, but in like a good way. Yeah. Um, so I don't well, know if anybody is listening to us and not listening to your podcast, they should be going over there and listening to you guys as well. <laughs> that's so nice. Well, everything that you're saying, that's all we set out to do. We figured if we're feeling a certain way, if we're feeling isolated, if we're feeling burnt out, if we're feeling, especially during the pandemic, we, uh, yeah. we felt like lonely, you know, right. like yeah. a lot of times and just had a lot to, to talk about. And so that's, that's what we decided to run with. And, and really it was never about the podcast for me. It was more about like building up a community of people that were kind mm-hmm. of like-minded, which we're so proud of. We're so proud of like our group chats, like our, our <laughs> listeners have like introduced themselves to each other and formed group chats and send us pictures of like, I'm at the baby shower of one of my group chat members that I didn't that's- even know. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. So it's That's so nice. So awesome. It's so nice to me. And then the podcast is just like a um a side benefit. And truth be told, like Busy and I are friends. And so it's actually fun because it's like just how we would catch up, you know. Right. Yeah. Like normal. It's a two birds, two birds, one stone. That's kind of I think how if I can speak for you, Carly, how we feel. Like when we yeah. we don't get to see each other often and then we get to kinda shoot the shit for the first little bit and yes. catch up and hear what the other person's yeah. doing. And it's so nice. Cause I mean, we don't live that far away yeah. from each other, but far enough to not yeah. see each other often. And, um, it's just nice to have that but, connection with people again. Yes. I hate COVID. Sure. I hate COVID. <laughs> Girl. I will say though, you guys are like master storytellers. Oh, thank you. Like, and that's saying a lot coming from me. Cause usually when someone tells a story, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, get to the point, get to the point. <laughs> But you guys are so entertaining. I'm like, I love this ride I'm on right now. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> well, can thank I, you. Can I say, um, just while we continue to inflate your ego more and more and more, we're going to keep doing yes. that for a while. Okay, thank um, you. I'll take it. Yeah, no, we're just going to keep doing That's what our podcast is. We actually tricked you into coming here just to listen to us. Um, but the first thing, I, I just really need somebody. I don't know whether this is something that everybody thinks, but you guys brought it up. And it's something I think about all the time. And it really, I need someone to do something about it, is these battery drop-offs. 
battery drop-off centers or whatever and it really bothers me because i i don't know what else to do with them i realize that's not necessarily an important but you guys started with that on that episode a few weeks ago i think yeah and i was just like why is it it's 2021 why yeah. haven't we it should just be a battery box like just a little box on the side of every like post box maybe something. mailbox yes, yes. something yes. Right. or just like i'm um, just like let me just go up and down my street and be like you got batteries because there yeah. were like five dead batteries on my counter for mm-hmm. i can't even tell you like two months and yeah. i was like i get it you don't want to put them back in the in the drawer where the batteries are because they'll get mixed up and yeah. also like you put them in a drawer then they're they just live there now 20 years later you'll find that when you're cleaning out the house after we pass on you know so like you want to i'm trying to do the right thing i'm trying to like tidy my space i'm trying to be responsible and recycle these fucking batteries and like yeah but where how like it shouldn't be like it it shouldn't it shouldn't require this is like this is harder to solve than a true crime like true crime podcast get to the end of like and this is who killed him everyone that we cracked it and like these batteries i still don't know where the frig to bring them and i'm just like i mean i wish i live in philadelphia because i know they whip batteries at like people that they aren't fans of like perfect sporting events and stuff they assault people with batteries (laughs) i mean at least there's a use yes i think there's like a famous like I don't know if it was at a sporting event or a parade, but I know there's like a famous clip of people whipping batteries at Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> it's the world we live in now. Yeah, like Santa rolls up in his sleigh and he gets whipped, whipped, whipped batteries at him. He gets whipped. <laughs> what do oh you my think God. about it? Like that would hurt. That's insulting to get hit by anything. That but would be very painful. Yeah, that Listen, would be... I have I have two older brothers. I know what it's like to get hit by a battery. It's not fun. <laughs> so anyway, oh, yeah, I mean. I didn't mean to bring up that sore subject, but it just no, I mean, was it's, really. <laughs> it's still a problem. This is how we stay relatable. Yeah. No matter who you are, yeah. whether you're just working in TV in Toronto or you're like on Girls 5 Eva or you're me, whatever yeah. it is I'm doing, we all have right. batteries we need to get rid of. A hundred percent. The president probably does. Anyway, probably. sorry, continue. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. He probably has a whole drawer and he's like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> totally. Um, I was going to say that I feel like efficiency is something that you really value. Is that true? Yeah. I just, I love a wacky invention and I love yeah. to come up with wacky inventions. I love wacky inventions that other people come up with because I think like there's room for a lot of improvement in like my, you know, I've been on, I've talked about it on our podcast and also on add to cart, which is a podcast that I love, but this like, this thing that I call shirt guy that I do my husband's shirts on. It's just like one of those like car dealership, like blow up guys basically, but it feels it's like (laughs) human size and it fills up with hot air. And then you just button a shirt up on it, turn it on. It blows up your shirt with hot air. And then in like 10 minutes, it's all wrinkle free. And I'm like, this is like (laughs) passive ironing. Like I can go away for 10 minutes. I'm not ironing for 10 minutes. I just turn on this loud ass shirt guy and like go. But then there was a whole thing where like mine exploded. It like shorted out and I called it out on the podcast. And then the company was like, give us another chance. And then they were like, can you like, we wish you didn't say that on your podcast. And I was like, okay. Uh (laughs) 
Sorry, oh, but <laughs> that the fact that that thing exists, <laughs> that shirt balloon, yes, is. Oh man, I'm imagining like it's me. The thing yeah. is, my one of my favorite things to do, and we will get into teenage stuff in a second. Sure, now sure. that we've now that we've get into that, but. One of my favorite things to do is they used to have these websites. I have no idea. It was one of those like Facebook ads, like targeted at me and that kind of stuff. And it would be like 10 items you wish you had, whatever the hell it is. And it would be the most like this specific outlet thing that does exactly what I wanted it to do. It does one thing and it does that one thing well. And it's completely useless otherwise. Yeah. Like the shirt guy, I don't want to. It's not. Pa- it's guy. not pants guy. It, it's not going to do anything sh- else, right? Just it's, does shirts, it's, right? <laughs> yes. Like so, that's a very specific <laughs> thing it does, which yes. is amazing. But mm-hmm. I love those kinds of things. Like it'll be like, look at this table that when you press this button, it unfolds itself to reveal one coffee cup. Like it's. I love it. I love I it. I love that shit. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Here's. I believe that if the two of you were to go shopping together, I would never see either. Well, not that I know you, Casey, but I would never hear from either of you again. Probably not. We'd go to one of those furniture stores that has like the furniture that does all kinds of. Yes. yes. It just like it's like full a uh, uh, bookcase that folds out into a studio apartment or something. And yes. It's like. <laughs> Do you guys have those stores? What are they called? The made for TV stores? Is that a dumb question? Oh, yeah. No, we do have that. Yes. Yes. I have to say, I'm sorry, this is going completely awry, but my uncle used to work as a buyer for one of those stores. Genius. So every Christmas, every Christmas, we got a slap chop. We got a magic bullet. We got a sham Yes. We so got lucky. a uh, Snuggie. <laughs> like we got... All of those like very particular things and those stores exist and going in there, it's like, here's a remote control that heats your hand for when your hand is cold. Like it's... Oh, it's so I good. really love it. I'm 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 totally for it. I think it's so good. I'm so jealous that you got to try all those things because that's the thing, right? You want to try them. <laughs> yeah, you want to try yes. them. Yeah. But yeah, mm. I love and, and also like Joy Mangano. She's my hero. Like, you know, that movie about her was so terrible, but she is great. <laughs> she's outstanding and she's invented everything yeah. from hangers to mops to I love it, you know, and she's she just had she knows a good idea. She has a good idea. I think the key is to keep it simple. Yeah. And yes. so, you know, so that's why I love things that just do one thing instead of like something that claims to do everything. Like right. it slices, it dices. I like something that just does one thing and does it really it does, well. It irons one shirt at a time. Yes. 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 Or unwrinkles. I, I, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's hol- how much, how much space does it take up? I'm sorry. Then we'll move on. But how much space no, does it's okay. take up? It's like about, <laughs> um, it's very collapsible. I don't collapse it okay. all the way because I'm so lazy. But it's about like the size of like, gosh, what would be comparable to like, it's about the size of like a, like a big chicken, like the, the (laughs) air part, you know? Wait, and what? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think like, what's that size? Like this size. I'm doing it with my hands. Chicken size. Like it's the size of like, like a rice cooker that you might have in your kitchen or, or. 
like a crock pot a crock pot not even like as big as a crock pot it's like smaller oh, okay. it's like smaller than okay. a crock pot. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm fucking done i'm fucking done the size of a chicken has absolutely destroyed me i only me. compare everything to <laughs> animal slash foods <laughs> I don't, I don't have. I don't even know how what to do with that information. Oh my god! One time That's I was trying it. to dis, describe to Busy how big a moose was by showing her like on an overpass, and oh, she yeah. was like, "Come on!" And I was like, "I'm not kidding." And yeah. then, um, and I forgot it was actually her that I was saying that to. But then one time I like retweeted a video of a moose saying, "I one time was trying to describe to someone how big a moose was, and they didn't believe me." And she was like, "It was me." I'm that moose is fucking huge. <laughs> they are huge. Yes. They are yeah, they are. Fucking huge. Yeah. No one realizes. Well, like, we're Canadian, right? So we're sort of taught, like, as children, that, like, if you ever come across a moose, like, in a car or on foot. I have never like, been taught that. What do you mean? Oh, well, I I have. Like, Carly's like, family cares about her a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I live... <laughs> My family's like, go find a moose. See what happens. You never know. <laughs> to be fair, Maddie's in Toronto. I'm like a, I'm in a different town that's more like people hunt. And yeah, stuff, yeah, you know? sure. Um, but yeah, it's very much like don't bother moose because they will kill you. They are. Yeah. They will step on your car and your car will just tip just, over. I should be it. taught that. I should, should be taught that because yeah. I would 100% if I saw a moose. Trying to get run. a selfie with it. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, it's a moose. Like, I'd be so excited. Well, but, I'll anyway, tell you yeah. that, like, I, we used to go to Canada um, a couple times a year, every year before the pandemic. And I was always so sad that I never saw a moose because yeah. you start to see signs like look out for moose yeah. and not like look out for moose. Hey, fun. Like, look out for moose. They'll <laughs> fucking kill you. Hey, fun. And yeah, yeah. And I was like, I really want to see a moose, though. And then one day we did see a moose. And I was like, I never want to see a moose again. Like, that <laughs> well, was more than I thought. I've never it's seen like one. It's like prehistoric. Have yeah. you seen one? Prehistoric. Car? I've never seen one. Yes. I have. Um, yes. I have on the way to a cottage. Yeah. And it was alarming. Yeah. It was alarming. I think I'm like, so excited. Why is this deer bigger than like my house? Our, a yeah, chicken? yeah, yeah, bit way bigger yeah. than a chicken. Yeah, totally. Oh, oh, scary! It's scary. I hope, Maddie. I hope you never see a moose. I, I mean, I'm gonna. I okay. I I appreciate that, but I'm gonna have to disagree. I hope I do see one, but <laughs> but I will then report back and be like. I've now injured myself or I listened and, and right, ran away or, right. or went the other direction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's just transition very smoothly into teenagerdom. Teenagerdom? Yes. Um, yes. So as you may or may not know, our podcast, we love to talk about, well, we as you do know, we rate and review teen movies. But yes. before we do that, we want to talk about you as a teenager. Um, sure. What, what... What, what what well I guess where did you grow up and what was that yeah your experience like as a teenager there I grew up in Fitchburg Massachusetts which is like um it was kind of like a fading factory town at that time um I was a good student but probably uh a little bit of a handful I think <laughs> like probably a little bit of a sassy smart Alec um like so many so many girls are allowed to be somewhat or were allowed mm -hmm. to be somewhat um 
at that time, I was a cheerleader. I was an honor student. I was in the band, but I didn't have to be in the marching band because I was a cheerleader. And so being a cheerleader took precedence over being in the marching band. I did drama. I loved my drama teacher, Ms. Melanie Gallo. I arranged it so that my senior year, I had all but one class with her. So I had her for English. I had her for drama. I had her for a literature class, oh everything. Gosh, huh? So I just spent all day with my most beloved teacher, Ms. Melanie Gallo. Um, and That's uh, so cool. Yeah. It was, she would, like when she would be sick or something, she'd like call my house and be like, I'm not, you really basically don't have school today because I'm not, <laughs> I'm out sick. So yeah. So, um, but I loved her and uh, yeah, and I went to like a small high school and um, I graduated young. Um, I, gra- I was I was on the younger <laughs> side when I graduated and I had already started like taking college classes. So I was like, oh my had God. already um, gotten my freshman year done by the time I went to college and I went to college in my hometown <laughs> where my parents had gone and where they had met and that's where I also met my husband. And also when I went to college, my mom got her graduate degree at the same college. So I oh really God. like the Melissa McCarthy film that yeah. you probably didn't see also went to college with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally oh, just wow. like opened my laptop and was like, I should write a screenplay about how I went to college with my mom. And then the, like, got like a deadline pop up being like Melissa McCarthy is going to be in a movie about going to college with your mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, not a lot of people saw it. So yeah, we can, we can do another. It. Melissa McCarthy can be in that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, sure. She wants to. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I do love her. That would okay. be cool. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. But OK, so it sounds like you were great. You got good grades. Yeah. You're very smart. You also were kind of a jock. Were you also artsy, like music was your thing? Because it certainly seems like it's your thing now. Yeah, I mean, I love, I loved music. I loved drama. I loved the art classes that I took. I also, yeah. I wasn't much of a jock. I was like, you know, I was a cheerleader. So I hung out with jocks. My, right. one of my best friends was like one of the top, um, on the track and field team, she in the field events, she was like one of the best in the state at that time. Oh my. And she was very she grew bored by it because she just won all the time. And she was like, it's not yeah. it's not fun, you know. And oh so um, at one point, the track coach came to me and was like, listen, do you have you ever heard of something like called a goat? And I was like, no, this is before greatest of all time before we had that acronym. Like sometimes like a racehorse has like they when it gets bored and lonely, they keep a little goat to like keep it company in the stall. And like, that's what I'm offering you to like letter and track. If you come and keep your friend company and like, it doesn't matter. You can suck at everything and you don't, you know, you don't have to try that hard and you'll get like a track and field letter. And I was like, okay, Oh what? Oh my oh. gosh. So you were a goat. Okay. Yeah, so I joined the track That's team. Amazing. And it was like literally comical. Like I mean, I really brought it. If the goal was to entertain my friend, I really was like the most entertaining discus and shot put player, uh shot put thrower that has ever lived. I mean, like I 
did things with that discus that like I remember an official doubled over in laughter because I like threw it and it like went end over end and stuck up and down in the ground and he was like I've been doing this for 30 years I've never seen anything like that and then he was laughing so hard and then when I went up to do my next throw he was like I bet you a hundred dollars you could not do that again if you tried and sure enough like end over end I was just like history's worst discus thrower and the, like that's it. going back to the greeks you know right so um <laughs> but yeah and then uh the coach that like sort of brought me on um to do that and sort of like wink wink you suck at track and field he ended up leaving and they replaced him with like this very militant lady coach who was like, everyone has to do running events now. And I was like, I don't do that. And she no. was just like, no, you do now. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to pick the easiest one. The 50 yard dash. Like, sure. That's you know. not easy, but okay. I mean, sure. it's just like, yeah. it's over the fastest. And so, but then I was like, I did it a couple <laughs> times and I was like, this is definitely not for me. So I right. was like, okay, I'm going to do the, smart thing and I'm gonna just be in the bathroom when the next 50 yard dash happens and so that's what I did I just went in the bathroom and then I came out after the race had happened and I was like oh no I missed the 50 yard dash (laughs) I was in the bathroom and she was like that's okay I signed you up for the whatever the longest hurdle race was and I was like I I never jumped over a hurdle and she was like well there's a hurdle go you better go try it a couple times before you have to get on the starting line yeah and I was like I mean like I think they came and got me off the track like after I had uh, just like failed to hurdle like yeah I think like everybody was long done and I was still trying to like struggle over like my fourth hurdle and they were like it's straddle the hurdle like let's just say that you came in last and like it's not important (laughs) how long it would have taken you to eventually finish but yeah it was a wild wild times your high school experience sounds like a movie I keep saying that (laughs) about everything you're saying but it really does it sounds like this character that's or no, not even like the character is the whole school experience. Like this yeah. wacky place. <laughs> Would you say there you were You should write a teen movie? You really well, should. maybe I will. Maybe I will. And then we'll review it. We'll review okay. It. All right. It'll be great. Yeah. All right. I'm um, in. Would you say that there were like cliques in your high school at all? There were for sure, but it was also a pretty small school. So I think like everybody knew everybody kind of, mm-hmm. but there were for sure cliques. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And do you look yeah. back at your high school, like, or teenage, not just high school, but just teenager years um, fondly? Like, did you enjoy that time? Um, I did and I didn't. You know, like, I think that I enjoyed school a lot um, mm-hmm. because of, like, in my personal life, I think that I had a lot going on. Like, most kids my age, the majority of kids my age, my parents were divorced under not the happiest of circumstances. And, and like I said, it was kind of like a fading factory town and the economy was bad. And so, yeah. you know, so it just wasn't like it wasn't it was unusual to know a very privileged kid like kids that you know skied or anyone who'd Mm. ever been to Europe or you know those were those things were more rare those were almost like you know like like 
items of fascination for us. We had, we did have like an exchange program at my school. And I think I was just talking about this on the podcast recently. We had an exchange program with Germany and I had like gone home from cheerleading practice and the German kids were endless source of entertainment and and fascination (laughs) because like their fashion, just what they did for fun was like, it, it was like they were from a whole other world than us, you know, from Germany, um, some would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they just like, so their, their fashion was so advanced and they just seemed so cool in advance. Anyway, I had, um, school. Then I had cheerleading practice. Like later in the day, I had my driver's license. So I must've had time to like go home and change and put down my books or whatever. And I started watching TV and I saw that they were tearing down the Berlin wall and I went back to school and all of the German kids were there because they were like on the soccer team. And I remember being like, hi, you don't know me. And is this, (laughs) this seems like a really big deal. They're tearing down the Berlin wall in your country. And I remember them just being like, Oh my God. Like, and the librarian like wheeled out a TV and hooked it up so that they could. And just these kids like watching this thing, like, so emotional, like a thing that I didn't even understand, like the way that I approached them. And I was like, this seems like a big deal that you might want to know about and might want to (laughs) watch live on television. But I don't know. I don't know. I've never been to Germany. So yeah. So that was like the most worldly thing I think that ever happened to me in high school. That has to be so interesting because specifically that those people, those German now adults likely remember when, when someone says, do you remember when the Berlin wall came down yeah they're gonna be like yeah i was in the states and this random girl <laughs> yeah. told me like they're you're, yes. you're in their minds forever I know, like, forever you are a that big impact in their life a pivotal moment yeah so huge you know, yeah. hilarious oh my so, god so yeah it was a lot of that a lot of like kids my kids like they don't date now really i mean my my sons have had girlfriends certainly but they, I think like dating is a lot more casual whereas my husband and I always talk about like you were if you were in like a boyfriend girlfriend relationship it was like a mini marriage basically right. you know so you're going steady right. yeah going steady yeah. and and okay she's not <laughs> 65 Sorry, no, but, but, <laughs> but kind of that but it you'd be surprised yeah a lot of exchanging class rings and getting oh, really? pre-engaged yeah. and you know That's, a lot of yeah. a lot of bargains in exchange for sex I'm guessing is probably you know like yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do it the with Letterman you until jacket. I have that yes letterman jackets yeah. yes yes all of that I have I have uh my husband and I did not go to high school together we did not know each other until university and he was a jock and I we, I, Carly thinks I'm crazy and everybody else thinks I'm crazy, but I, we didn't have clicks in my high school. They didn't exist. Everyone thinks that's, I'm lying, but that's No, fine. I believe it. And thank you. You're the first person to believe me. Everyone's like, um, that's not true. Anyway, so we didn't have clicks. So we didn't have a football team. We had nothing of that, <clears throat> of that sort. And when my husband, when he, when we first started dating, the first thing he, cause he knew how much like teenage movies meant to me and yeah. how much that, like yeah. that symbol meant to me yeah. that he gave me his letterman jacket from oh. when he was a teenager i i wore it today i wore yeah. it today to work like That's it's adorable it's his letterman jacket and i love it it's my favorite thing it's like but yeah. he traded it for marriage basically and oh my <laughs> god that's adorable yeah i mean cool. i definitely 
I think I feel bad for kids today just because like it's such a different world and like my son mm. like lost half of his high school time because of COVID or whatever. Oh, but yeah. um but I just think like even prior to that it was so different. But like yeah, I really did have a lot of mm. moments that well <laughs> a lot of moments <laughs> that closely resembled like teen movie moments. The one that made me roll my eyes is like I when you were talking about a letterman jacket, I was like, whoever gave me their letterman jacket? And I was dating this boy that was new to my school and he was like a star athlete in a sport. I'm not gonna say too much because <laughs> if anyone's listening I don't want anyone to do the math. But anyway, don't I was, worry, no one's listening. So I was, <laughs> I was dating him and I just was like, oh, wow, this like really jockey guy loves me. And I just was really feeling myself. And I noticed that he always wanted to hang out with this group that wasn't like a group that I hung out with a lot. And um, and th- and it included girls and boys. And we went to this really uh popular girl's house and um it was whatever like he wanted to have sex I wasn't ready whatever whatever and then I was like that's fine you know you just say no and everything's fine and then he dumped me and he started going out with one of the girls that we had been hanging out with and I was like really devastated and I gave back his letterman jacket and of course she was wearing it like five (sighs) minutes later like really flaunting it around and um And the girl's sister, who we also hung out with, took compassion on me. And she was like, I know you're really sad. What? And I was like, well, I guess, you know, it's my fault. Like, he wanted to have sex and I wasn't ready. And she was like, yeah. And, you know, my sister's definitely ready to have sex. And I was like, ha, 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 LOL. We we slut shamed her sister. Um, But then, you know, uh, the other sister continued to swan around in the Letterman jacket. And I continued to just like, like sadder and sadder as the course of days went on and whatever. And then the sister came back to me and she was like, do you want to feel? a lot better and I was like yeah and she was like uh I'm pretty sure that he's also having sex with my mom and I was like wow 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 (laughs) she was like so my uh sister's gonna find out about that eventually and she'll be she'll be feeling a lot worse than you're feeling right now and I was like Oh, the mom then it, starts to wear the Letterman jacket. Oh, my God. It, then it just made sense why he always wanted to be at that particular house. Oh, it was because wow. he was, like, into the mom, and she was, like, apparently reciprocating. Wow. Anyway. Oh, it's like Stacey's my... mom, the song. I was yes. thinking that that is Casey, wild. you have to write a teen movie. It's insane. Please. Okay, yeah, all right. Really, all we just these... did. I'll just transcribe this okay. podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, let's let's start slowly getting into the movie. Wait, wait, wait. I have a couple more lightning round questions. Oh, sure. I just your... meant like movie culture, but okay, go ahead. Okay. okay I'll end with movie culture. Okay. Go um, for it. You, and you feel like, like, don't feel like you can't jump in with a question if you have one. Um, okay, so as a teen, who would you say was your celebrity crush? Because I know who your celebrity crush is now, but I wasn't sure if he was then as well. Prince? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Prince was always like my everything from when I was seven. It's oh, like, wow. the, here are my celebrity crushes. Okay. Kermit the, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Prince. Jimmy Stewart. Love a dead guy. <laughs> like all yeah. my celebrity crushes, whether they're felt or flesh, right, are felt. dead. Um, uh, and, um, felt you know. <laughs> 
That's the name of the movie. Dr. I was just going to say. Oh, my God. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just liked your normal, like, you know, your C. Thomas Howells, your Ralph Macchios, the mm-hmm. cast of The oh, Outsiders, yes. your oh, yeah. Rob Lowe's, your Tom Cruise's. I'm trying to think who else I really – I. When I was a little, little kid, I really loved Jimmy Walker from Good Times. Mm. He was so funny. Okay. Um, and, I, and I loved John Ritter when I was uh, very I little. I love John Ritter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So those were like my like my little kid crushes. And then, yeah, as a teenager, gosh. I mean, I, I loved David Duchovny as like a uh-huh. young adult. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just you know the usuals. The usuals. Did you have any um, uh, celebrity females that you idolized, looked up to, crushed oh on? Well, Molly Ringwald, I loved okay. since like the Facts of Life, and so to have sure. her go on and star in John Hughes movies, amazing. Yeah. Um, loved Elizabeth Shue and Aaron Gray mm-hmm. and uh who else did I love I mean yeah those are I mean those were the the women that were in the movies that I saw but I loved yeah. Molly Ringwald because she was different she had red hair and yeah. she always yeah. like often played like even when she was playing like a rich character she was like an outsider but she yeah. often played like a down on her luck you know, underdog. So right. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, okay. I do love her. Um, yeah. Okay. Last one before we get into a movie. Um, can you name an album or a musician that like really just rocked your world and just made you feel so many feelings? other than Prince? Other, other than, than Prince. Oh, other than Prince. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> just because we know Prince is the answer. Prince is the answer. Well, but. it's yeah, it's interesting because Prince is like a whole universe, you know, mm-hmm. and so he he uh he, I'm able to just really love him because he gives you so much. Like there's so many associated artists that played with him. Sure. So like as a kid, like Wendy and Lisa from his band, the revolution were just like my girl heroes, you know, yeah. like I, and to this day, like people are like, you know, Oh, I'm friends with Wendy. Would you ever want to meet her? And I'm like, I would literally faint. Like I don't want to meet right. her because I right. would faint or do something yeah. insane um <laughs> and i don't get starstruck at all i'm like but in this one case i can promise you i'm just blacking out just thinking about right. it but um so you know i loved cindy lopper so much i loved janet jackson so much and really for me it was about like these women are doing powerful things and they just like aren't caring that people are well you know cindy lopper she's so unusual you know that's yeah she heard that comment so much and she just was like, Oh yeah, guess what? I can be even weirder by the way. And like, it just worked for her. And Janet Jackson like was able to emerge from like behind her brothers who were like mega stars and just do this thing again, all on her own. Again, she had been like a TV star as a little kid and was a really talented actress. And then just had this like, stratospheric musical career and she's actually tied to the prince world because her biggest producers jimmy jam and terry lewis were part of prince's cavalcade of stars at one time so when she name checks minneapolis in in her songs that's who she's shouting out minneapolis because that's where jimmy jam and terry are from 
I have to um, just say quickly something that Carly said that made me laugh was she was saying um, prior to, I don't know, a couple days ago, she was like, Casey loves Prince. I, I like to try to relate to people, right? So I'll try to. And she said, Casey loves Prince. So just don't even try to say that you like him because you will. <laughs> because I will I will get caught up and be like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that. But then I don't. And she's like, she'll just shut you down. So like, just don't. <laughs> just don't. I 100%. I'm that person who like when somebody talks about, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, what about this? And I'll try to input, of course. And Carly was like, just don't because she, she will be able to tell that you're lying. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. I love that. I listened to this podcast. Very nice people, but like they kind of. I don't even I don't know what the premise of the podcast is, but they take something from music and they like examine it. But they sent it to me and they were like, Prince was the subject of this episode of our podcast and we thought that you'd like it. And I was like, like, it was just full of so much speculation. And like, you could tell they like read the first line of stuff like online about everything. And I was like, these things are all untrue. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I mean, I was like, it was. I was entertained by your podcast, but also next time, if you just would like me to come on, I could clear up a lot of the questions that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So um, you s- sort of selected um, the movie Peggy Sue Got Married. You gave yes. me quite a list of movies, but I gave Peggy you a Sue, long list. Peggy Sue was <laughs> number one on the list. Yes. Um, so I'm going to just quickly say some facts and then I want to hear why this movie means so much to you or if it even still does mean so much to you. I, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So um, Peggy Sue Got Married premiered October 10th, 1986, and it's rated PG. The director is Francis Ford Coppola and the writers are Jerry Lechtling and Arlene Sarner. It's starring Kathleen Turner, Nicolas Cage, Barry Miller, Jim Carrey, Joan Allen, Catherine Hicks. Um, and the log line is Peggy Sue faints at a high school reunion. When she wakes up, she finds herself in her own past just before she finished school. And just a couple facts. Um, Roger Ebert at the time said it was one of the best films of the year. It wow. was nominated for three Oscars, including Best Actress. And Nicolas Cage was almost fired um, in the role for choosing the voice that he chose. I thought that voice was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just a couple facts for you. That is actually one of the reasons why I love the movie so much. I love Nicolas Cage. I love especially Nicolas Cage of that era Mm -hmm. because he made so many interesting choices as an actor. (laughs) Interesting, memorable choices in in a way that I don't think you would be allowed to, like, I don't think someone would put up with that voice today. Right. You know, I don't, I, I think uh-uh. for whatever I reason. Yeah. See, and here's what I'm going to say to you. I think that you're probably because you're younger than I am. Maybe you're like a little conditioned out of seeing people being allowed to be weird in films maybe a hundred percent i completely agree and mm-hmm. i just to put carly and i we had never well, i think you hadn't mm-hmm. seen it either right car yeah no. we had never seen this movie so going into it i literally walked into this not knowing jim carrey was in it not knowing nicholas cage was in it so yeah. at first when they were like when nicholas cage was introduced 
I know Nicolas Cage from now, right? Like, I know yeah. the current Nicolas Cage. So when he started talking like that, I was like, I didn't think it was bad. I just was like, why? What's that choice? Why right, right. That? Yeah. So if you go back and you watch him in like Wild at Heart with Laura mm-hmm. Dern and you mm-hmm. watch him in like uh, Valley Girls, yeah. you know, you'll... It, it, he's a really... Int- uh, while Moonstruck, he also plays yes. like a really odd character in Moonstruck and he makes really interesting choices and he you know I talked about having a crush on Jimmy Stewart earlier Jimmy Stewart almost wasn't a successful actor because he had such weird like I think real mannerisms I don't think there were choices for him Mm -hmm. but he um you know uh people coached him to sort of coach mm-hmm. him out of his weirdness to try to make a star <laughs> so out of him. Oh. Yeah. But, but I think that's why he appeals to me. Cause obviously I could see like the weirdness in him still, right. you know, yeah. like he's just, he, he's a quirky guy and like, what is cuter than that? You know? So, um, yeah. And I mean, I love Kathleen Turner and Mm -hmm. like nostalgia was such a big thing when, when I was a kid, like we were constantly just on heavy rotation, revisiting the fifties, the sixties, the seventies over and over. And so for me, like, yeah, it was just like, yeah, I mean, we can we can get into like what I loved about it then versus what I love about it now and what probably spoke to me that I didn't even realize was speaking to me, but Please. I think there was something like massively empowering about a woman going back at knowing what she knew at the mm-hmm. age that she was like at her 25 year reunion. And so she's 40 whatever 25 30 yeah yeah 40 42 I think 42 years old yeah going being able to go back with the maturity and the lack of shame and the you know and so she goes back and like spoiler alert she sleeps with the dark brooding poet that she always wishes she had slept with and she just like breaks up with the guy that she uh married right after high school because she got pregnant and like and because she knows that they're going to get divorced later and yeah. she, you know, and she befriends the nerd who she knows is going to go on to become a success and like tries to, you know, tell him. And she, the, the story is that she talks to this character, Richard Norvik, who, who becomes like a computer billionaire. She mm-hmm. tries to talk to him because he'll be the most likely person to like understand tra- time travel or believe in time travel and they form this bond that's kind of amazing and touching i do kind of wish she had agreed to marry richard norvick and yeah yeah there was a part of me that didn't want her to end up with nicholas cage even though they clearly had the best chemistry Mm. i was like oh i don't know if you should go back with this man but it works. It does work. It does work. And that's what yeah. I will say is that like that is probably a little bit more of the time is to have the like yeah. neatly tied up happy ending. Um, and but I think that people were allowed to be a little weirder looking and a little weirder acting in, in films right. back then. Yeah, totally. I love like I loved how weird he was. Like he there was like this one scene where they're fighting in the basement and he's wearing a leather jacket over his pajamas. Yeah. And like like I was just like watching that scene, I was like, he's so strange, but very endearing. Like you're like yeah. 
This guy is misguided, but he also, like, I could see why she falls in love with him again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's interesting. His, but, so what we're talking about is, like, he has this very, like, um, stuffy, like, a stuffy sinus kind of voice. Like, yes. Piggy it's sneeze. nasally. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. nasally. Yeah. And, um... I should also say shout out to my friend Lisa Jane Persky. She plays Dolores in uh she plays she's the redheaded like reporter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> so my gosh. Cool. So cool. yes, yes. That's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, so, so tell us like did you end up rewatching it or have you watched it like in the last five years? Oh my gosh. I watch it every time I come across it. It's just one of those like between that and yeah. Moonstruck again, like right. sense yeah. a theme. Um, I'll yeah. always watch either of those two, but I did rewatch it in advance of, of oh. talking oh. to, to That's y'all. Nice. I got the notice... free seven day trial of stars. Oh my God. To rewatch. <laughs> Don't forget to cancel. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we owe you money um did you notice that there was a scene where he talks about getting his hand chopped off and then like the next movie he does is moonstruck where he actually doesn't have one hand oh my god i did not notice that that's so perceptive i have a theory that it's the same character because they're kind of the same (laughs) yes oh my god this is like a thing that you have to write for bustle or something (laughs) everyone's like what moonstruck that was how long ago People but, love Moonstruck. People true. love it. Did it. Win a, it won an uh, Oscar for something. Yeah. For what? Yeah. Um, oh my God, that's really that's really interesting. Oh, and by the way, like Helen Hunt plays a teenager, and I mean, how wild is that? Like, yeah, Helen Hunt, and also that she keeps refer- this. This is a thing I appreciated about it this time that I didn't probably notice back then. Is that I love that she. What are the kids' names? Tom and Beth. Beth is definitely one. I don't remember if it's Tom, but you're probably right. Because he's not even in the movie at all. They talk about the son the whole time, and he's they didn't have the budget to hire a son. He's not in the hospital. He's not in any. They just referred to him, and he's not even there. And I'm like, this story can get along fine with without whoever Tom or Todd is or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, So which? Okay. Well, first of all, I have to ask what. How would you feel about going back in time and redoing things? Like, would you have any interest in doing that? Yeah, I guess I, I mean, well. With the same knowledge that you have now, Carly? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think I, I think I 100% would. um, If I, especially if I knew that I could come back to my life now, but I would 100% go back and, and uh, right some wrongs. Well, in this movie, she does have the ability to change the outcome of things, right? Yeah. Because the guy writes a book about her. So you yes. might not have the same life when you return. It's that's true. That's that's one thing that I think is probably if people have a quibble with the movie, um, just like that movie Palm Springs that came out at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic, which is also like a, a time repeating movie. Yeah. Um, and people always pick on those movies and they're like, but this, but. Uh. And so like we know that like the butterfly effect or, you know, right. that that you disturb a blade of grass in the past and it changes the entire future. So I think people might find it like a little hard to believe that like she wakes up and everything's still the same but she realizes she still loves the guy who cheated on her 
Right. I still right. think they need to go to therapy. Right. Um, <laughs> but like this, this guy that nobody could find dedicated his book to her and like, right. And also like, wouldn't Richard Norvick remember her? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know, like, but maybe he does, but, or maybe that's the kind of thing where if it really happened in real life, you'd be like, could this have happened? Or was it like a vivid dream or what? You know right. what I mean? Right. right. Like maybe there needs yeah. to be Peggy Sue too, where she goes and talks to <laughs> Richard Norvick and is like yeah. bitch do you remember this now yeah. right because i'm telling you it happened I know. it's interesting that this movie came out a year after back to the future it's very yeah. like oh yeah it's like i mean they're not that similar but they are sort of similar well yeah, the but... time travel like every time traveling movie has different rules or different yeah the uh, universe well rules is the right word yes. I guess I'm yeah. looking for yes. so it's it's hard to I find it very hard when I'm watching any time traveling movie even if it's something that's like a teenager story like Peggy Sue or lemon. if it's no. something <laughs> are you lemon. laughing at my oh I'm laughing, laughing at, at you like blanket dress no no I'm no, laughing, laughing at you, at you. lemon no <laughs> <laughs> um or something as more you know scientific or uh sci-fi rather sorry donnie darko or right. you know there's just so many different ways it's hard to watch any of them now for me just because i'm like you have to follow you have to find the different rule but in this case i mean it's they just some things they just don't which is fine yeah they don't explain you know it'd be yeah. interesting for to do some type of comparison every time travel movie if for the most part, if it seems like time travel movies involving men usually um, say that it happened because of science and time travel movies involving women, if they say that it happened because of like her, she had a spell or, you right. know, like yeah. her, ima- her wild imagination. That's yeah. another bustle article that we could do. Yes. Well, another one. There you go. We're all we're... the comparison of all <laughs> time traveling movies <laughs> but yeah different so, van diagrams and yeah. yes exactly yeah i mean back to the future was like scientific and like right. he definitely affected the outcome of the future and like yes. here it was kind of like well like a th- one thing changed a, a guy book, like right. that might have existed already <laughs> yeah, but right. you know yeah yeah so so we're left not knowing if it really was like a real thing because yeah. like Again, like a very weird, funny, very 80s scene is like she goes back to visit her grandparents and <sighs> her grandfather takes her to his moose lodge. Um, I think it's a moose lodge. I don't know. Some yeah. type of lodge to try to send her back um, yeah. in some type of mystical ceremony. Yeah. And uh, and that is not successful, but they believe it's successful. Yeah. And right. then, you know, then she. Yeah. I actually really liked that part. I was like, oh, maybe I would I go loved, back to yeah. just see, like, grandparents and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That would be really cool. The scene where her grandmother calls on the phone and says, how's my girl? And she's... Oh, just, I know. I love she, that. And she says she can't talk. And she's, yeah. you know, just, like, so incredibly moved. And the way that she t- speaks to her mother and her sister. Yeah. And that's another thing I think that I love about it is that... Okay, this is like, this is getting to be too much. This is get. This is like, this is a hardcore bustle article. But the <laughs> the way that like 
that time was so patriarchal and the father was so officious and kind of like mm. snappy and like not sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably all catered to the father at, during that time. But when she came back, she was delighted to see her little sister. She yeah. was del- she was incredibly moved and softened to see her mother and incredibly right. yeah. moved to talk to her grandmother. Her father, she didn't really give a flying fuck about that yeah. guy. Right. <laughs> she true. laughed in his face because he bought an Edsel. She drank his yeah. liquor yeah. and... Yeah. That's Other true. than that, she didn't really fuck fuck with him. So right. you know, <laughs> which is like probably how it should be. So that's probably yeah. a thing where I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm sure that that like struck some chord for me that these right. women that she hadn't paid any mind to probably during that time in her life because everything was centered around the father and the man of the house. And yeah. when she got a chance to go back, she was like, "Oh my god, what a like what a lucky thing I get to see my mom and my little sister." Yeah, totally. That's, and, I mean, we've got a whole thing of bustle articles now. This is great. <laughs> a whole issue just on Peggy. Yeah. The Peggy Sue issue. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, <laughs> I wish that we could talk more about it because I, I love your opinions. Um, I'm sorry that we're sort of like rushing out of this. Um, no, don't review, worry about it. Don't but worry. Um, we do a little segment called Weekly Crushes. Okay. And so you just have to pick something or someone that in this past week, has brought you joy in some way or has entertained you or it could be a show it could be a person it could be a person in your life it could be a celebrity it could be whatever it could you be, want um the mannequin ironer <laughs> i call him shirt guy i call him shirt reynolds <laughs> shirt reynolds come on okay wait do you actually call him that or did you just think of that on the spot no no i really do call him that. Okay. i did think okay. of that I mean, at that's one amazing time too yeah that's amazing too oh wait but yeah his i name have is... one more question for you actually of course you, before you answer okay all the people that you've worked with sure joan rivers rosie mm-hmm. o'donnell david letterman uh andy cohen Okay, who would you want to go on a cross-country road trip with the most? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's a that's good question. Hard. Well, I have, been on a, I have been on a lot of trips with Rosie and Dave, so I kind of know what that's like. I would probably, well, I, the obvious choice is Joan, because then that means she'd have to come back to go with me. Right. And yeah. so, yeah. and I miss her a lot. And, uh... I still try to consult with her in my way a lot. And uh, she was a really important person in my life. So, and also I know she was like, you know, kind of up for a trip. One time we went out, she would sometimes be like, just get a camera crew and like, let's go out on the street and like shoot weird stuff and like weird (laughs) ideas. Like, and one time we were doing that and she was like, oh, uh, film me hitchhiking. And I was like, hmm. I feel like that's not safe. And then she was like, no, do it, do it. And then like a minute later, she got into a stranger's car and I was like, still had the microphone. And she was like, I'm filming with my phone. And I was like, get out of the car, get out of that person's car. And she was like, no, they're fine. They're nice people. I was like, I'm going to have to go back to Melissa Rivers and be like, funny thing about your mom. I lost her. She's in a stranger's car. <laughs> but anyway, so I figure oh if gosh. you're like um, adventurous enough just to hop in a stranger's uh, car, then you're probably pretty fun to go on a trip with. That's true. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. That's I, pretty- I love your episode um, where you went back and um, 
published the interview you did with her. Uh, that was yeah. very cool. Yeah, that was, that was cool. cool for me too. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you have one in mind or do you want someone else to go first? Yeah, go first. I want to hear yours. Okay, mine. Okay, my favorite actress of all time is Kirsten Dunst. Um, so I'm shouting her out right now because I just watched Power the Dog on Netflix. Okay. It's a new, like, you know, like Oscar contender, whatever. Yeah. It's extremely depressing, uh, but she's so good in it that it's worth watching. I actually watched it while I was decorating my Christmas tree. Oh, and it was nice. like, it was such a strange vibe. I was like, this movie's so depressing, but I'm just like, you know. um, so this week I'm going to choose um, Kirsten Dunst. All right. Yeah, I feel like she's having a big week. I'm a fan of hers as well. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to go, Casey, or do you want me to go? I want you to go. Okay. Mine's um, not very related to... Well, it's kind of related. Um, I guess we also didn't mention this is going to be our holiday episode. We didn't <gasps> yeah. really bring that Happy up. Holiday! Sorry. Um, Today at the doctor's office, a lady said, happy season to me. And I was like, (laughs) she just like froze about what you're supposed to say. And she was like, whatever it is that you're having. And I was like, okay. Thank you. It's just going to be happy December soon. Happy December. (laughs) I catch myself doing that so often. Like, oh my God. I did the other day where I screwed something up with a... Anyway, um, so... As it's a Christmas episode and or holiday episode, and I'm watching Christmas movies lately, I watched my favorite one, which is The Holiday, and I am obsessed with Jack Black. I actually think I've done him as a weekly crush before, uh-huh. but I truly it's am okay. obsessed with him. Okay. And yeah. um, like the thing is, I've said this before on the podcast multiple times. People, Brad Pitt, cool. George Clooney, great. You put Jack Black in front of me or Jason Siegel, it's a done deal. Like I'm gone. I can't do it. So they are similar to like if I if I met Jack Black for some reason in person, I don't get starstruck. I I meet people all the time at work. But if I've told my bosses, if Jack Black is cast, I will have to leave. Like I can't be here. So uh... Jack Black will be my crush because I watched him in the holiday and I think he's just wonderful in that. I think he's so wonderful too. I have had the occasion to meet him a couple times and he seems Ugh. like such a lovely person. And I mean, he's just wildly funny and I love, I mean, school of rock. What, how great oh, is he? Like, it's so good. It's so good. And the thing that I, it's almost like he's just lost his mind during the pandemic where in a good way, yeah. where he's just posting these videos. And I'm just like, I love him. Like he's just dancing in his underwear. Good for like, him. At his pool because it's the pandemic. Like why not? Good sure. for him. When it's we first moved great. to LA, we saw him at Bob's Big Boy and my son was <gasps> like, "Is this what it's going to be like? We're just going to see <laughs> Jack Black at Bob's Big Boy?" It was very yes. exciting. I yeah, I love cool. Jack Black too. Okay. Who is my crush this week? Um well, you know what I'm going to say? I've worked for her also. I've worked with her. Uh, my crush this week is Bette Midler because <gasps> she's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just, again, such a lovely, such an important person in my life. And I feel like I don't have a lot of um, aunts or like 
I don't have any sisters or aunts or anyone like that. Like I have a pretty small family and I feel like, I feel like she's like an aunt to me. And, um, and she was a Kennedy center honoree this, this recently this week. And, um, I got a t-shirt for her made that said Kennedy center honoree. And she was like, I can't wear this. (laughs) obnoxious and i was like just wear it around your house when you're cleaning but i thought it was so funny to make her a t-shirt that said kennedy center honoree (laughs) um and she like we know she's funny as can be we know she's an incredible singer we know she's an incredible actor um she's also just lovely she's also so so smart she's such an outstanding writer she knows about so many things that it's so fascinating to talk to her and she's like been shooting hocus pocus too so exciting which is like so exciting and i i'm so happy because this has been like such a journey i remember like I think she was on Twitter, but maybe not like super into all the features or whatever. And I was working on her. um, She was doing a tour and she was like, oh, let's talk about like songs that I'm doing or should I do? And she was like, should I do uh, like I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus or like am I the only person that cares about that? And I was like. Every time Hocus Pocus is on cable, it trends on Twitter for the full time that it's on because like the kids are crazy for it. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, every time it's on like Hocus Pocus trends throughout the month of October. And she was like, that seems wild. I don't know about that. And she was like, I'm going to have to look into that. But anyway, so I'm so happy that in like so many times when they go back and do this stuff, it's like, well, you know, and 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 just like that is happening and like Kim Cattrall's not part of it whatever you know yes. we were just I, talking about this yeah. before you came on seconds oh before go ahead. yeah and it, it's yeah. you know and it's interesting and things happen and I haven't seen it yet but I like I fully would have written it like yeah we're not friends with Samantha anymore you know what I mean right. like because that's like what happened but I love that Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy and Jimmy are back at, with Bet for Hocus Pocus 2 yeah oh. that's amazing Tony Hay who is one of my favorite 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 people in yeah. this business is in it it's just it's gonna be outstanding as far as I'm concerned I've not oh, yeah. I've not seen or heard one bit about it except for who's in it but I'm um, um so bet is my forever crush I okay. think that's a wonderful answer a wonderful answer she's yeah. amazing in fact I saw what was that movie she was in that's uh, Stepford Wives, which I realize that's not, she's in so many yes, better things yeah. than that, but, but even in Stepford Wives, like, which I loved that movie. Um, yeah. but I remember being like, I love this movie. And everyone's like, that movie was not great. And I'm like, but Bette Midler is great in it. And yeah. I can't even, is it Nicole Kidman who's in it? I can't yeah. remember now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just so good. And she's just so wonderful. And Hocus Pocus, we have, um, one of our cast members that, will remain nameless for the podcast um he flew in for a little bit and i just flew him out and i had to fly him because he's literally getting off the plane and going to hocus pocus 2 to, uh, to film with it ooh. so i was Amazing. like oh, oh and he was like i'm gonna go like i have to go can you fil- fly me here because i'm gonna go film hocus pocus 2 and i was like okay <gasps> yes 
Oh, I would love to. Yes, that's amazing. (laughs) So it kind of, you know. So yeah, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good stuff. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, Uh thank you so much. You've gone from being fully able to like be seen to now you're just a shadow. I know I'm in like darkness. (laughs) I turned all my lights on and it's. (laughs) We've taken too much of your time, so thank you so much. Thank you both. It's so nice to see your faces. Where can people find you online? Where can we go? You can find me on Twitter. My handle's just at Casey, C-A-I-S-S-I-E. My name, my first name, I'm on Instagram at Instacase. And uh, then you can hear me every week on Busy Phillips is doing her best. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and I'm sure I have some other stuff coming up, but you know. Yeah. Also shall remain nameless, but yeah. I'll, I'll tell that... you when it's the time. <laughs> okay. Please do. Please yeah. keep us updated. And and one day uh, we'd love to have you back on, once, especially once you've written a teen movie and we've got some bustle articles out there. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll be here anytime. Really <laughs> well, okay, amazing. we're going to do a little outro, but you feel free to sign off. But seriously, thank you so much. I am truly a fan and I just... Every yeah. Wednesday I wake up and I'm like in a better mood because I'm excited to hear the <laughs> podcast. Uh, well, I'm excited to be here with you guys and I'll talk to you soon. That sounds Thank good. Thank you so okay. much, Casey. Take care. Bye. 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 Yay, we did it. I think that went really well. I know, but we took too much of our time. I know, but we, we, we cut it like, I think that that's kind of, let me just pause all this. I always I feel that, so bad when we go over because like, know these people have lives. I mean, thank you guys so much for listening to Casey, our interview with Casey. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I'm on a high right now. I knew you'd like her. I knew it. Of course. I knew you'd like her. We I knew we'd like her. I thought genuinely we well, could have continued. Knew, but yeah, I know we could have continued on. I feel like. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, she's the best. Um, I just want to say to everyone thank you for listening and happy friggin holidays happy friggin holidays um thank you to eric and kevin smell for recording and writing our theme song and letting us use it and And uh, we'll be back in january yes we'll be back in january with the rest of the degrassi season one and maybe a couple more teen movies thrown in there yeah, and please let yeah. us know whether you miss the old teen movies or you're enjoying the Degrassi or or what. We'd love to know. We'd love to hear some feedback. Yes. Yeah, so if you can just go over to Teenage Dirtbags Podcast on Instagram, that's where we are. And as we've been doing recently, if you want to write us a review and uh, share, uh, what's it called? <laughs> rate. That's the word. Rate, review, and share the podcast. Uh, we will send yes. over a little treat to you. But you have to let us know who you are because... Yeah. Just let alert us. Send us a message or something. Yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. All of it. Happy atheist, everything. Happy December. <laughs> happy December, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. Bye.